Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey y'all, welcome back to Eco Chic. My name is Laura Diaz and I hope that you are taking care of yourself today. Originally scheduled for today, we had a conversation and a walkthrough on closet audits and sustainable fashion and maintaining sustainable wardrobes. And while it's a great episode, I promise that you'll hear it one day, I feel deeply, deeply uncomfortable sharing anything today that does not acknowledge the devastating loss of women's rights in the United States of America. EcoChic has always been a show that has taken a lot of pride in being an eco-feminist playground of sorts. My listeners are mostly women, all of our guests are women, and there is something so powerful about having female voices and female-focused conversations in the climate space. And I'm really, really proud of that space, but because of that, I know that I cannot be the only person feeling an immense sense of loss and heartbreak upon the news of the Supreme Court overturning Roe v. Wade. I want today's episode to be one that hopefully wraps you in a little hug from me. I think that we need to talk about the decision, and I will, again, because it's a climate change show, make some linkages for us in the second half because there are some very real ties and well-backed research on what it means for climate change when women have access to safe, legal, accessible reproductive healthcare services. I have really made a conscious effort for this show to be a space free of my own opinions and my own personal inputs as much as possible, but today's episode will get a little personal, I have to say. I do want to quickly share that any ad revenue associated with today's show and next week's show will be donated to Planned Parenthood. They are matching all donations dollar for dollar through June 30th. Now, if you are listening from a different part of the world and you are just hearing Roe v. Wade all over the internet, or if you are a young woman in America just coming to terms with all of this crazy, intense news, quickly, let's all get on the same page. Roe v. Wade was a Supreme Court decision made in 1973, about 50 years ago, that affirmed the constitutional right to abortion. This was the case that said women had the choice to end a pregnancy. 
There are a lot of reasons why women end pregnancies, and I do not feel like it is my place, nor is it your place, my friend, dear listener, to speculate on what a valid reason is for wanting an abortion. Very often, we put abortions in this really traumatic light and say a woman who is a victim of incest and rape should absolutely have access to abortion services. And that is absolutely correct. But there are also a lot of women who have abortions because they simply do not want to have a pregnancy, because they simply do not want to have a child. And that is a very valid reason for wanting an abortion. The majority of abortion patients, abortion recipients in America today, according to Planned Parenthood, are parents. And one in four American women will have an abortion. This impacts a lot of people for a lot of different reasons, and whatever someone's reason is for wanting an abortion is their reason. There's sometimes this rhetoric that pregnancy is avoidable if you practice safe sex, and there is no contraception that is 100% guaranteeing no pregnancy. It simply does not exist. And so when you are watering down that choice to participate in a sexual act that may, by any chance, small or large, result in a child, you are equating a woman to her ability to bear that child. You are taking away this ability for sex to be anything but intending to create a child. And in this year of... 2022, I cannot believe that we are still having conversations that women and men can engage in the same acts, in the same sexual activities, without the intention of wanting a child out of it. And this also leads very clearly into a conversation of equality. In these heterosexual sexual relationships that we're discussing in this moment, these acts may very well result in a pregnancy. And we recognize that both a man and a woman are equally a part of this act. There are no consequences for a man to engage in that act. He is not running any risk. And when a woman participates in those same acts, and she very well may experience a pregnancy as a consequence of these acts, she does not have the right any longer to make a decision about her body. This is the most clear and obvious example that we have today of men and women not having equal rights in America. There's this soundbite from three years ago during the Mueller hearings of Kamala Harris interviewing Brett Kavanaugh about governing women's bodies. I'll play it for you now because I really like it. Can you think of any laws that give government the power to make decisions about uh, the male body? I'm happy to answer a uh, more specific question. But male versus female. There are um, medical procedures. Okay. I, that, the government, that the government has the power to make a decision about a man's oh, body? I thought you were asking about medical procedures no, that are I, unique to I, men. I can, I, I'll, I'll, I'll repeat the question. Can you think of any laws that give the government the power to make decisions about the male body. I'm not a, I'm not a thinking of any right now, Senator. Hair loss is so, so common. 
millions of Americans experience thinning hair. It's more than common, actually. It's normal. But it's not openly talked about, especially amongst women. Going through it can feel lonely and frustrating, and it's time to change the conversation and join the thousands of women who are standing up for their strands with Nutrafol. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement, clinically shown to improve your hair growth thickness and visible scalp coverage. Nutrafol supports healthy hair growth from within by targeting the five root causes of thinning, stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, and metabolism through whole body health. Nutrafol has three unique formulas to support women throughout all stages of life, including postpartum and menopause. Each formula is physician-formulated using natural drug-free medical-grade ingredients and is consistently effective dosages, so you get the most reliable results. In a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after six months. Over 30,000 top doctors and stylists recommend Nutrafol as an effective and high-quality solution for healthier hair. You can grow thicker, healthier hair and support our show by going to Nutrafol.com and entering promo code ECOCHIC to save $15 on your first month's subscription. This is their very best offer anywhere, and it's only available to U.S. customers for a limited time, plus free shipping on every order. Get $15 off at Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code ECOCHIC. It'll be in the show notes. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I feel like this is a natural place for us to start discussing some of the challenges that women will be facing in the face of this loss of accessible and safe reproductive health care. Research shows that criminalizing abortion does not decrease the amount of abortions that are had or sought. Criminalizing abortions makes it less accessible to have a safe abortion. Women with means will always find a way to get an abortion should they need one. The barriers will be most felt by poor women, women living at or below the poverty line, women in low-income situations, and by BIPOC women who we know are marginalized regardless of their economic standing in access to safe, healthy, reproductive health care overall. This was a very clear point made during the dissenting opinion of the Supreme Court justices that did not agree with the majority. You can read the dissenting opinion on supremecourt.gov, but my biggest takeaway and the piece that stuck with me most deeply was written around the challenges of travel. Abortion is under threat in most of the U.S. states. There are only 16 states where abortions are still legal, accessible, safe, publicly protected. But that means that the vast majority of American women seeking abortions will have to travel significant distance to have access to these abortions, safe or otherwise. This is a low-hanging fruit if we were to switch over to the climate conversation now. Women are being forced to take trips and all of those emissions associated with them in order to have access to abortions that otherwise would have been somewhat locally available. 
However, there is a very human side of this conversation that goes a little bit deeper and requires us to acknowledge that the people that will be first impacted and most severely impacted by climate change are low-income communities and are marginalized communities. And within that group, the most marginalized people in America are low-income BIPOC women. I want to here insert a clip from Justice Sonia Sotomayor during the December hearings for the Dobbs trial. And Dobbs, of course, was the case that today was decided upon and overturned Roe v. Wade. When does the life of a woman and putting her at risk enter the calculus? Meaning, right now, forcing women who are poor and that's 75% of the population, and much higher percentage of those women in Mississippi who elect abortions before viability, they are put at a tremendously greater risk of medical complications and ending their life. 14 times greater to give birth to a child full term than it is to have an abortion before viability. And now the state is saying to these women, we can choose not only to physically complicate your existence, put you at medical risk, make you poorer by the choice, because we believe what? Now um, the sponsors of this bill, the House bill in Mississippi, said we're doing it because we have new justices. The newest ban that Mississippi has put in place, the six-week ban, the Senate sponsor said, we're doing it because we have new justices on the Supreme Court. Will this institution survive the stench that this creates in the public perception that the Constitution and its reading are just political acts. I've thought about that quote a lot over the last few months since I first heard it, and I feel like there's a lot of great points for us to unpack there. We've already touched on the burden that is traveling to receive a safe abortion now in this current America that we live in, but we also discussed poverty, and we discussed the reality that is marginalized communities bearing the brunt of climate change. In the most recent IPCC report, the biggest, baddest, most current climate change information that we have today, I've done episodes on IPCC reports in the past, the group of United Nations scientists acknowledges that a woman's right to reproductive health care, more specifically her education of and equitable access to reproductive health care, is inextricably linked to reduced greenhouse gases. This is a sentiment that we've heard floating around the climate change place for quite a long time. Most pointedly, the education of women and girls and family planning are noted by Project Drawdown as the number six and seven most powerful climate change solutions that we have today. If you're not familiar, Project Drawdown is a really incredible, well-respected organization that ranks and codifies essentially all of the climate change solutions that we have on our hands today and the value that they bring in monetary dollars to combating climate change at scale. 
and they are a research org. We've got some numbers. Project Drawdown notes that access to voluntary family planning, including abortion and education, could lead to a reduction of 68.9 gigatons of CO2 emissions over 30 years. Really powerful, really, really significant. The United Nations has estimated that about 80% of people who are displaced by climate change are female, and the UN also goes to link this as women being the primary caretakers of culture and community. Very often, core survival tasks are put on the shoulders of women, literally and figuratively, collecting water, growing food, caring for children. And the difficulty of these activities is absolutely exacerbated by climate change. It's harder to find water, it's harder to grow food, and when you add the challenge of inadequate healthcare services for women, of inadequate family planning, of lack of access to medical procedures that can support family planning, aka abortions, these activities and their mobility only gets increasingly more difficult. It is also very, very true, as we noted earlier, that you cannot ban abortions, you can only ban safe abortions. We know that inadequate access to reproductive health care services will absolutely contribute to higher rates of mortality for mothers and infants, especially women of color. This is also true of extreme weather and extreme climate situations. Extreme weather, disasters, climate change, displacement of communities is absolutely a factor when it comes to infant and maternal mortality. So you're combining that now with inadequate healthcare services, only exacerbating that issue. I'd like to close out our episode today with two separate quotes or separate things I'd like to read to you. The first is something shared today by Kirsten Gillibrand, the senator from New York. When you take away someone's ability to make their own decisions about their body, they are no longer a full citizen. They no longer have freedom, bodily autonomy, or basic civil rights. That's the America that the Supreme Court decisions overturning Roe v. Wade just created. And lastly, I would like to read a paragraph from the Supreme Court's dissenting opinion. Again, if you'd like to read any opinions by the Supreme Court, they're all available online, supremecourt.gov, and they're written for every single Supreme Court decision. It's a lot of pages. It's like a 230-page PDF. I only read the dissenting opinion because it was really important for my mental health to read it, and this paragraph really stuck out to me. I read it over and over again, and I'm going to do my best to get through it without crying. Withdrawing a woman's right to choose whether to continue a pregnancy does not mean that no choice is being made. It means that a majority of today's court has wrenched this choice from women and given it to the states. To allow a state to exert control over one of the most intimate and personal choices a woman may make is not only to affect the course of her life, monumental as those effects may be. It is to alter her views of herself and her understanding of her place in society as someone with the recognized dignity and authority to make these choices. Women have relied on Roe and Casey in this way for 50 years. Many have never known anything else. When Roe and Casey disappear, the loss of power, control, and dignity will be immense. That's where we are leaving it today. Thank you so, so much for joining me. 
And thank you so much for making the space for this kind of conversation. I know it is not something we typically talk about, but there is truly nothing more important to me and to this community and more true to who we are than acknowledging the value and the right that is a woman's right to her own body. I love you. I hope you're taking care of yourself and I will talk to you very soon. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.